Hello everybody and welcome to yet another exciting episode. Yay! Guess who's back? It was a long, much needed break. I have been away for a while, but I'm back like I never left and I am super excited to say the least. Uh, you know about this episode after such a long hiatus but i've missed you guys i hope you've been doing fantastic and i really really want to say thank you for holding on and for being here on this platform as long as you have and yes i am back ah i'm gonna be letting you in on what's been popping what's been going on and of course the episode this episode i'm actually going to do is it's more like a life update i'm def- i'm sure you're going to love it you're gonna love it but let's get some few things out of the way before we could um dive into the the gist of the whole episode all right so like i always say this episode is available to you on podcasts um on google podcasts on spotify or any other listening platform and anchor is the main hosting app so be sure to check it out to play it a little bit more share it with your friends and of course circulate it spread the word don't enjoy all these things alone and of course i want to say a very big and hearty thank you to every one of you who's who's listened to the last episode that i think um not i think i did at the beginning of the year it's been doing really well we are at 41 plays right now it's one of the highest of the episodes i have done in the entire podcast and i'm so grateful that you actually find a lesson on this podcast worthy and worth your time so thank you so much for stepping into this life and for you know dedicating yourself to be on this podcast and i hope that's gonna be you and me on this ride together okay so be sure to check me out on twitter and on linkedin as well i'm going to be leaving my handles to every description episode to every description box in every episode so be sure to connect with me there in case you have any questions any further comments regarding the podcast and of course for further interaction and on that basis um on that thing rather uh what we have here is i want to remind you that you could actually leave a voice message um to every episode that you listen to this feature is available to you on spotify and also on anchor and you could also leave your comments right there so i'm going to start leaving a link on every episode on you know a link to which you could put in a voice message and just share what you think and i'm definitely sure i'm certain this coming episode ah you definitely want to leave going to 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 leave a voice message that i'm certain it's gonna you know spy you <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna star you to do that but as as we look forward to that please do make sure that you interact with me more because that's really what i want to do and um I want to start having a social interaction with people who've been listening to the people who've made these 41 plays possible. Are you one of them? So please start interacting so that we could talk more and grow more. Like I've mentioned before, I really look forward to start hosting this podcast with some of the people who are listening to this podcast, who are enjoying doing what they do, um, especially reading books, right? And also, I would love to start hearing more from you Um what you think with regards to the podcast, what should be improved. So part of the reason for the long hiatus was to also improve on the audio. I hope you loved it. Um, as I'm still recording on my phone, I recently upgraded my phone. It's barely three months since and I've loved it, loved it, loved it. And yeah, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. I hope you love it 
too. So this conversation um, that we're going to be having, we're going to be taking, you know, our minds off the books for a minute. Let's go on a break. Let's go on a break. Just buzz and chill. Just have your drink with you that you can chat away with because you're definitely going to love this one. All right, let's get into it. Hey fam, thank you for taking time off screen. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of Books, Bars and Chill with yours truly, Ivana. We have such a nagging cock. <laughs> it keeps making noise every day, every time, unnecessarily, even when it's not needed. Clearly, uh, I apologize for that noise, but I hope you've gotten what I was looking into. <laughs> okay, so today's conversation um, is credit to today's episode. is credit to a conversation I had over the weekend. And I was having this conversation with a friend of mine and, re- and it really, really brought up this philosophy in me. I, and and, and I, I re- I've put it actually in the description box um, and, and describing this episode that have you ever imagined that some of the most memorable, most memorable, insightful and interesting conversations have actually started with arguments, all right? And these arguments are as a result of some of our hard-lined stances on something, on beliefs. And, you know, I, 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 I discovered this weekend through having this conversation that arguments start as a result of our different belief systems. They start as a result of um, the way we, our different perspectives. And those, some of those things make for memorable conversations as it did with me this weekend and i figured i really want to bring this up i really want to share some of this with my off-screen members and so that you could actually see um actually just think some of those headline stances you you have and then those conversations you've had around them and you're it's very heated and people are going on and on and you keep going on and on like those conversations that just have no end no conclusion is is constantly going to be an open debate and open discussion right so i think some of the most memorable conversations and come from you know headline stands and so today um i i I challenged myself to put up a, to put up an episode on the three headline stances that made for one of my most memorable conversations over this weekend. Okay, so there are only three of them. I'm gonna be giving my headline stance, and by that I mean what I believe is is like what what why are people doing this that and not this? <laughs> you know the way you're so hell bent on people really thinking of the you know seeing things from your perspective and then that argument crops up that's it that's it i hope this one does actually spar that you know thinking in you star that thought line of thought as is the guide fundamental guide need i say to this episode just being a deep thinker for a minute what is what are some of your hardline sense i i would really want to find that out but as you're thinking about them let me share this with you so the first thing is the question on infidelity whose fault is it who is it to blame right 
what what is this thing about infidelity um that i really believe is 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 the case right <laughs> all right the second thing is based off a dilemma that i have had i have seen not once not twice and i'm actually be going to be offering living examples to why i think um to support my argument yeah career versus relationship and what are some of my headline stands regarding that the third thing is rather heated rather touchy and very delicate need i say is bad sex a reason to exit a relationship <laughs> this one this one is very ambiguous very subjective but but we'll get into it and i will be letting you know my headline stance on that that was actually this was the one that took us a long time to resolve <laughs> until we decided to end the entire conversation okay so on infidelity um starting us off with infidelity um first what i would want to say and what i underscored in that conversation was that infidelity is a selfish act it's something that you don't you 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 want to think it's your fault and often i think women are are you know are, are most of the time are the ones who are affected by this and listening to some um relationship counsel relationship and marriage counselors one of the things that they struggle to actually um uh, convince their clients is that infidelity is not about you you're not the one who caused this infidelity to happen uh rather it's a selfish thing if anything it's an expression and a reflection into the character of this person and that is why i believe that infidelity should some be something that people don't think twice on um i think uh, you know i'm being sensitive to the fact that in marriage people make a lot of compromises that we see or we do not see including infidelity and you realize that um by the time someone decides to exit a marriage because of infidelity that must have been something chronic because in in marriage you just you just don't get up and leave there's so many things to consider especially um if if kids are in the picture but if it's an average relationship that you're just getting to know someone and they're you know that they're, they're cheating on you why should you hold on to that i i it's always been a non negotiable for me it's no reason to stay with someone if you're not tied to them if they're not your husband or your wife if you don't have a child with them infidelity should not be something that you tolerate and even then you know children sometimes um we make excuses for the things that we tolerate and listening to some of the gender based victims gender based violence victims especially women in this case most of the time they hold on and say that it's for the kids you know i'm staying on for the kids and you know it it ends up fatal unfortunately and infidelity is one of the things that can cause you so much pain not only physically but emotionally as well so infidelity should not be something that should be tolerated it is something that it's a no brainer if someone is cheating on you you're just out you're just out the door as soon as you realize that and women take in a lot they tolerate a lot you realize that by the time a woman decides to exit a relationship first before they physically check out 
they have emotionally checked out and before they could get to that level they have really made excuses for this man they have really gone ahead and 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 you know putting in reasons why they should they should hold on to that relationship much as they are chronic infidels right and and you know it's, it's so sad when i think about it i've never been a victim i thank god but it's always been a non-negotiable irreducible minimum for me you know if, if it's cheating in a relationship i'd rather not i'd rather not because i believe that one of the things that contributes to the issue of infidelity unfortunately is the modern society that we have right now and the kind of casual trends that is in relationships and generally even getting into marriage people think getting into marriage is like eating a piece of cake that you swallow up it's the same thing you know um i was listening to this con um this tv show it was actually a talk show and one caller said that i have a wife and i have a girlfriend for god's sake you know, <laughs> when I hear such situations, it really, really asks me to say the least that people have a very casual approach to marriages. And that's why infidelity is on the rise because people believe and think that they could eat their cake and still have it. If you decide to be in a long-term and committed relationship, why not stick to it? Why are you cheating? <laughs> and by the way, you realize that men are so quick to be unforgiving <laughs> to be unforgiving in a relationship when the woman cheats um and and you know as opposed to vice versa you know and and i i tend to think what is it but you know one of the reasons i understand it's speaking into the nature and you know the personality of of the genders you know the the way females are naturally and the way males are naturally and about protection and ego and you know really really announcing their territory and it being invaded um and the, and, the, and you know then the, the last thing i'd love to, to to say about this is that infidelity when it occurs who should be questioned on this because sometimes um in in most cases in my country because these cases have been on the rise they end up in homicide you know cases fatal someone's being charged with murder and assault because of the anger especially if it's the man being cheated on you realize that they go wild and cold blood murder they, it just turns out into a murder scene but for women <laughs> most often than not they go out there fighting the other woman i don't know where that comes from i've never gotten that i've never understood it who should be questioned in this relationship because you know the the fact that it's a question of morality about the man about the woman who's cheating you know with your husband it also speaks into the morality of the man you're with the person you call your partner because that's the person who should be questioned from the beginning the woman is out of question whether they knew it or not and you know and, and i i believe that these are the things that we should really take time to profile ourselves on it's not easy if anything the trust in that relationship has already been broken it might never go back to the, to the same thing and trust is one of those things um incidentally i was listening to this song and it says that trust is something that you cannot break it's so fragile and delicate you know when when you really just step on it it's done and it's so hard to rebuild it and it, it, it's very true especially in infidelity so really my argument is 
this was that it's a selfish motive. It's not about, oh, we're trying to conquer every woman out here. All these things that you say in, in, you know, in, in support of infidelity are just a reflection of your morality, of your standards, of who you are. Why are you cheating in a long-term relationship? I've never gotten it, by the way. Unless you just have some personality issue or psychological issue that has not been dealt with. I don't know. I really don't get it. <laughs> anyway, that is my hard-lined stance. What is yours? Let me know. Career versus relationship. Now, I'm going to profile this in this case. Um, in, this, in this manner, rather. Um... We were having this conversation on the basis of there's these girls, they're women, they're girls, they're young women who are in dilemmas. They are in dilemmas. They're in this relationship. They found someone before they could, you know, before they could build their career. And they feel like both of these things are important. So right there and then, my radical opinion was priorities. That speaks into the priorities of this woman because there are things you just, you just can't have both of them at the same time. They just can't happen side by side. <laughs> there are things that just can't run side, they're just parallel. You know, the things you can't do together. They just have to be, one of them is definitely going to come after the other and automatically one's going to come before the other. So um, what I was thinking is that sometimes, as especially as women, because often they're the ones in a dilemma, and as is the case, most of the time the men you date are older than you. You find someone who's four or five years older than you. So what they're really thinking is getting into this relationship. I want to get married. I want to start a family. But you're still there thinking, I'm still young. I want to explore. I want to travel. I want to go out there and build my career. I want to hold it out for another three years. Why are you in the relationship if that's the case? Why are you entertaining a relationship? You know, the, the paradox of life is... <laughs> That moment when you decide to, it's like challenging yourself and like life mocks you back hard at that. Because when that moment when you say, yeah, I'm focusing on my career, but you know, I wouldn't mind dating. I mean, if a relationship comes along, I, I wouldn't mind. And then somehow God offers you the most beautiful lady. God brings to you the most handsome, caring, and you know, the all the things you, you've been looking for in someone is handed over to you in this beautiful and gentle soul. So you're there in a dilemma. <laughs> but I'm also sensitive to the fact that, you know, you can't really tell what life is and what it offers you. You know, you can't tell what's in the future. You know, you might be very rigid um, that I want to build my career before I could get into a relationship. And I think, I still believe that there's some there's an age bracket in which you have the freedom to do that. And you could, if you just focus your mind on one thing, you could make it. There are people who've had beautiful marriages, 23, 24, they're barely 25 and they get married. And you could see actually that they're living a good life and they have made the right decision. They're going on this life with someone else, okay? But this, di this, this, this argument was from 
that conversation and i remember what i said was that sometimes you need to make those hard choices you need to make those priorities for your life when you have accurately decided what you want to put before the other because one is definitely going to come before the other and this is like the question of re- meeting the right person wrong timing right person wrong timing and you don't know you are stuck because you 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 you're confused whether you want to ask this man to wait for you you're confused whether you want to ask this woman but women are patient women are patient but men it that's that's when you realize that you know someone gets impatient and maybe even infidelity crops in this relationship but um what i believe in that what i stand on and this is my hardline stance is that you need to put one before the other because looking at both of them they're equally very very important very you know if we stop treating them casually because if you do that's exactly what you get back if you treat your relationship casually that's the kind the same kind of energies that's going to be reciprocated and and you know when you treat your career so casually that's the same thing that you're going to harvest in the end yeah so careers and relationships are things that take time to build they take effort they take commitment and so these are things that require so much of you to get something valuable out of that you can't you can't just treat both of them so casually and that's why it's important to prioritize and say i want to take the next 3 4 years to build on myself and i have had women who are doing really well in their career and they say you know what and you know they are very very confident speaking into it and saying i'm not ready to date right now what i'm doing right now in my career requires so much of me requires so much of my time i don't think that i want to waste my time or to cheat myself that i could i can concentrate on a relationship right now because they understand the depth of what this requires both of these things require from them so i believe these are some of the things that cannot run side by side and if you actually run them side by side kudos to you you're a powerful individual because um mine has always been to prioritize i've always believed that we could get to a point where we decide whatever comes before the other we say i want to build my relationship now i want to build a relationship um, my relationship aspect and see what's coming because that's a deliberate effort to you know that's when you get time to concentrate on someone get to know them better because if you don't invest that much time you go on ahead you ignore the most important things and then you realize that you made the wrong choice or you are hasty in your decision that's why some of these things as is in this case i believe they just can't run side by side you you've got to make that hard decision priorities priorities are important <laughs> that is my hardline stance what are yours let me know regarding career and relationships Okay to the million dollar question to the one that heats heated the conversation and and you know raised the temperatures in the conversation was is bad sex basis on which you should exit a relationship <laughs> Okay go ahead go ahead let me know I, I'm looking forward to your responses and of course I, I'm very open to any diverse opinion you might have or a different thing um all together right but here's what i said 
that started the whole conversation that 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 this was the conversation starter right so um my headline stands and and let me underscore some of the facts that i that i actually um that hinge <laughs> that my argument hinges on one is that why are we why are we promoting premarital sex why are we why are we so quick to jump into premarital sex and that is one of the reasons why um this thing as is be, that's why some people are being objectified in a relationship in that manner that they're not good lovers in bed so it's it's a it's a reason to you know to end the relationship do you believe that imagine if we were to base that um as the reason to end a, a marriage how many marriages would be standing today how many how many marriages would be standing today i don't know but i tend to think that that's a very shallow reason second thing who was born knowing how to offer good sex were you born a natural you know prowess you know person in bed you know you know everything <laughs> you know no one was taught taken into class and taught how to be a good lover and if anything i've always believed that relationships and when it comes to marriages and when it comes to this thing called sex it's a reflection of the external things that are on the relationship that are going on in the relationship either individually or you know as a result of your association that you have chosen to ignore and focus on this one thing bad sex right so let me say this that um my my opinion on premarital sex is that it really really clouds your judgment and the only thing i believe can justify one of the things that i believe that can justify premarital sex is if you have based your relationship purely on sex if it's a friend with benefits situation if it's a casual relationship hookups and one night stands then maybe then you, it could be a reason for you to exit the relationship but imagine if you're looking to build something bigger with this person bigger than good sex for a long term committed relationship should that be the basis on which you leave a relationship i believe not i believe not because no one was born a natural good lover having so much prowess and being very good at sex that's the way we have really and often time you find that the men are the people who are affected by this thing and this creates the chain of people as statistics suggest getting addicted to pornography because they believe or they think that that's one of the avenues in which they become they could have so much progress in sex and people popping blue pills and sex enhancement drugs because they believe that you know that's how i become better but we overlook the most important things and we focus on good sex imagine if we were to base all our relationship on this thing called good sex just that and then you know you hope from one relationship to another looking for 
you know, these good sex. You find it, but eventually, whom are you ending up with? Have you looked deep into the personality, the person who is there that you're having this sex with beyond what they can give you in bed? Is there something greater than that they could offer? So I believe that this so much more beauty that people could offer in a relationship than just sex i'm not discrediting the fact that sexless marriages are one of the reasons of for divorce and the highest for divorce but it's not really about um i believe that if someone decides to end a relationship on the basis of good or bad sex is out of selfishness it's not so much about the relationship it's just about thinking about themselves and it's stemming from a selfish point if you have not based your relationship on sex bad sex in a relationship is either a reason for um it's either stemming from a deeper psychological issue that someone has that you know some of the things in their life are not aligning or it's actually speaking into the external and you know the external environment of your relationship that you need to focus on as opposed to this bad sex alone i listened to one local pastor his name is pastor tim wangi and one time he said that um sex is not what binds the marriage all together it's 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 the one thing that supports it's a it's a supporting role it's akin to the icing on the cake you have the cake you have the sweetener you have the oven you've just baked a cake does it exclude the fact that it's a cake because it doesn't have icing on the cake doesn't have icing absolutely not so it still remains to be a cake without the color without the icing without the art on it it's still a cake anyway much as it's one of those very uh, common and, you know, mundane kind of cakes, it's still a cake, right? So the icing on the cake is something that you learn how to do, first of all. Anyone can learn how to be a good lover. And it stems from mutually working through that and being patient with the person. It's not just merely saying, this person doesn't offer good sex, I can't be with them anymore. Without thinking of what role have you contributed to that what role have they contributed you know you need to scan your the external environment of your relationship because sex is a supporting role in a relationship as it is to a marriage so to any kind of relationship especially in a marriage it binds and builds connection but it's not the only thing that sustains you there are deeper things that sustain the marriage and when you have built that you kind of like support that with sex in a marriage because it brings it binds that and it creates that connection right so um i i believe that premarital sex is one of the reasons why people are so quick to judge the other person on the basis of good or bad sex because you know if you have experienced good sex before why should i why should i move why should i stay with this person who's who's not offering what i want why should i stay with them because you realize in a marriage when you get into it it stops being about sex as they say also that when you get into marriage you, you it stops being about you loving the other person in this heated emotion the honeymoon the honeymoon phase quickly fades and then what are you left with the realities of life that you have to go through together including the bad sex that you have to deal with so are you going to be quick to leave this relationship because it's going to speak into really the endurance of this person 
you know if sex is important to you and you believe that you know it's one thing that i know i can't handle mediocrity in that area learn your partner it's important but it's not reason for you to leave them right and that is why my you know sex is supposed to be done in in marriage because you could start off with someone who it's it's supposed to something that you emphasize in marriage because you learn all these things with your partner as your patient with each other as opposed to being quickly to leave the other person because they're offering good or bad sex i i i really believe that no one was born knowing how to offer good sex or become a pro so let's not judge people on that basis and i happened to listen to this ted talk by one esther perel um the title is secret to desire in a long-term relationship and she's very very objective on the issue of eroticism on the issue of desire and you know creating this deep intimacy in marriage when it fades out whose whose fault is it whose fault is it i'm gonna link it down below very objective and she really opens it out in a manner that brought out this thinking that no one was born knowing how to be a good lover when the kids come in and the intimacy fades then you start blaming each other really there are deeper things beyond that that needs to be considered when you start that's why um you know the era of you know that's why we have the era of so many casual relationships and they have contributed to people being quick to leave relationships not you know you know commitment to the things that can work the things you can work on and change the good things take time practice makes perfect but how many other people are going are you going to be practicing with given in given to um the fact that sex is such a binding and connecting thing you move from one person to the other looking for that good sex you find it but imagine if you were to do this with someone who's your long-term partner and you move that journey of growth together i think it's one of the most beautiful thing because no one was born knowing how to good sex and to give good sex and and no one was taught in a class so that has always been my argument and i don't believe that it's it's reason enough to exit a relationship um i tend to believe it's very shallow and it's founded on the casual uh and hookup casual sex and hookup culture that it's just deep within our society and it's it creates that conveyor belt that we constantly are trying to get rid of pornography addiction to sex enhancement drugs and then later on we'll be talking about erectile dysfunction and then these problems go on and on if only we could stop being basing so many of our relationship on the physical aspect i believe that some of these relationships could stand the test of time over the weekend also i was listening to this guy um he's he will he's a former adc ad camp um in uh, in, the, in our government and he's he was saying that he's celebrating his 50th anniversary i i just was you know my eyes lit up and uh, you know he's he's such an elder elderly guy and i can only imagine how those days were for them and the the what they used to base their marriages on and actually one of the thing he said was that he married out of his tribe and it which had become an issue um he's from the coast and he happened to get married to someone from um <clears throat> from central and you know his parents his family was saying couldn't you have found a better person but look at them now 50th anniversary so 
if if imagine if they were to base their relationship on sex would, would they ever stand you know sometimes we need to be very realistic about the the arguments we make yeah so sex is important but it's not the only thing it's a supporting role in a relationship it's a supporting role it enhances the emotional connection it builds the relationship but it's not the only thing that you can focus on if anything it's a reflection of the external factors and so because someone does not want to work on those external things they don't want they believe that if you're offering good bad sex that say that's it i'm done i'm done but they because they don't they, you know they're so quick to jump out of a committed relationship just because of that they don't want to think that it could be something other than that yeah so premarital sex is a big contributor and we need to rethink um the issue of premarital sex and and on that premarital sex right now is not something that is shoved down our throats and it's not something as is was that were the olden days that girls and men had to be pure before they got married especially the pressure being on women today i believe for you to stand on your decision to either have sex with someone or not before you get married and uh you know being at peace with that is profiling your relationship profiling yourself rather in the sense that put meaning as to why are you holding on to this thing why are you there why are you why are you celibate why are you not um fornicating <laughs> why are you um abstaining right because these days what we are selling is not abstinence as were the olden days what we are selling today is abstain but if you can't if you can go ahead and have sex with someone make sure you protect yourself make sure that you have protection that's what we are selling we have blended that together but for you to to stand on your decision of abstaining or not you need to be at peace and put meaning into it it's it stopped being about my mom my dad my community my society saying it's gone down to the individual and you know what are they what do you think about it you know one of the reasons could be faith one of them could be your own principles in life and really knowing how to carry yourself right so profiling yourself profiling your standards profiling your personality knowing so much about it that could help you truly understand and be accountable for the standards on which you hold someone you know someone is accountable to you and and you're accountable to the other person right so you're able to lay that out lay out bare on your expectations so if you believe that sex is important to you and it's going to be the basis of this relationship then that's it that's that's about it that's your decision but going looking giving looking at the bigger picture it's not the only thing right that is my headline stance what's yours a stance a stance what do you think let me know i'll be on the other side ready to receive it and i cannot wait to hear from you at that i take a bow see you on the other side just like that it's time for me to head right out like i always tell you take time off screen you'll love it share this podcast with your friends and please do join me for the next episode but until then love and light